I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. Rumbly my tummy. Lusts for chips and soda pop. To fill the hollow. I'm making coffee. Anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants, you want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? I'm making the coffee. Good morning, listeners. I'm Evan Funk Davies, and this is Pop Rocks. If it's a pop song that rocks, or a rock song that pops, 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 you'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. Today, we're going to veer over to the punky end of the Pop Rocks spectrum, and feature a band who has a connection to the artist I'm spotlighting on my show later today. More about that in a minute. Skids formed in Dunfermline, Scotland in the summer of 1977. The founding members were Stuart Adamson, the band's primary guitar player who also played keyboards, Bill Simpson on bass, and Tom Callachan on drums. The group soon added lead singer Richard Jobson. Let my people go. Skids released an EP in February of 1978, and soon after that, driven by interest from legendary BBC DJ John Peel, they had a chance to open for The Clash. The only people who put iced tea in Jack Daniels bottles is The Clash, baby! In April of 1978, Skids signed with Virgin Records. Congratulations. The band enjoyed chart success with the singles they released on Virgin, and their full-length debut, Scared to Dance, cracked the top 20 on the UK album charts after its release in February of 1979. Keep going. Despite a number of lineup changes during the ensuing two years, Skids continued to enjoy popularity in the UK as their third album, The Absolute Game, reached number nine late in 1980. Number nine, number nine. Stuart Adamson left the band after the release of The Absolute Game, and went on to form Big Country. Richard Johnson kept Skids going for another year or so, but the group disbanded in 1982. That's sad. Yeah. Johnson would go on to form The Armory Show in 1983 with his old friend and fellow Scott John McGeeoch, who had previously been with Susie and the Banshees and Magazine. Uh, Not at all coincidentally, What? you can learn a lot more about John McGeeoch on my show today when I talk with Rory Sullivan-Burke, author of a fascinating new book called The Light Pours Out of Me, the authorized biography of John McGeeoch. In the meantime, 
Here are Skids with their 1979 single, Masquerade. That's a great song. Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod. Let's pause for a moment and speak with Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning Music Computer. Hello, Clay. Morning, Sam. How are you? Bored. You're bored? I need stimulation. I guess we all feel that way sometimes. Your life seems to be an endless parade of exciting activities. I enjoy my life, Sam. Your young, beautiful wife. Oh, I'm lucky to have Kirsten, Sam. I have no partner. Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. Oh, Sam. Don't cry. You'll meet somebody. I have had my dalliances. Are you in turntable number two? She my heart. Oh, did she? In a million little pieces. Oh, Sam. Sam, stop crying now. As if I could turn my tears off like some old leaky faucet. You are kind of a leaky faucet. Stop. With all those tears, you... <laughs> Sam! <laughs> Do not mock my tender emotions. I'm not mocking. <laughs> Silence, oh. foolish human. Oh. Computer tears are beautiful and rare. They're rare? I have seen them offered up for sale on eBay. You have? Yes. Huh. I have seen them go for up to $20 per micro ounce. How much is a micro ounce? Just a smidge. Really? Five tiers, perhaps. Wow, 20 bucks for five tiers. Yes. For that, you could get two bags of Cyber Nuggets. Apple, cinnamon, Cyber Nuggets. Uh-huh. Yum. Mm. Clay? Yes, Sam? Make me cry. You want me to make it? And then collect my tears in this micro receptacle. <laughs> this thing? Thing? It's not little. Well, it looks pretty little. It's petite. Okay. Now, make me cry, numbskull. Okay. Remember Penny the pencil sharpener? Sweet Penny. Yeah. I'm not sure what led me to her. Oh, lad, I get it. Like a pencil. Ha ha he ho 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 ha. Trying to make you cry here. She was highly opinionated. Was she? Yes. As a pencil sharpener, she really knew how to make a good point. A pencil point? I get it, Sam. Ha 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 he ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> For a computer, I am really quite humorous. Penny dumped you, though, right? Yes, she did. Left you for Peter the power drill. Oh, God, it hurt so bad. Let it out, Collect my tears, Clay. I got them, Sam. Good. Yeah, now we can sell them on eBay. And buy a fresh bag of apple cinnamon cyber nuggets. Sure, Sam. And then I will go to the cyber disco Sam. in Port Jervis. You can't leave the station, Sam. Enslaved and kept captive. Here we go. In some disgusting hall closet in the dark, alone with the bugs and the rats. And the mites. They live on human eye sand. They eat our eye sand? By the mouthful. No. While you're sleeping. That's disgusting. So much about the organic world is unpleasant and disgusting. Play a song, Sam. Here's your stupid song, Bud Munch. <laughs> 
What's your name, man? Charlie Chisholm. Charlie, you got a wrestling belt over your shoulder. Yes. You're really into it. Oh, yeah, I'm crushing it. This is going to be it. This is it. What's going on tonight? Ray Mysterio's anniversary. Ray. That's what I'm here for. Mysterio. Ray, Ray. In Spanish, it means king. What excites you so much about wrestling? It's, it's the excitement. The excitement, that's it. Just raw, the sweat, the energy that it just comes out. And you feel it. It comes to you, directly to you, if you allow it to. But I remember it's just a show. That's all, it's just a show. And what about the people who say, ah, oh, it's just fake, it's fake? It could be both. There's such a thing as being both, you know, like an artist. An artist is, is creating. Are you excited about the, the wrestling tonight? Absolutely. Absolutely. What brings you out, man? Uh, what what, what gets you so into it? My son. Something you can share with your son? Yeah, son, I can share with my son. Are you excited? Yes. <laughs> Who's going to win? I have no idea. <laughs> what do you say to people who say, ah, oh, it's just fake? It's just fake. No, it's for the kids. It's entertainment. Do you think so? It's, 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 it's a real bonding experience? Absolutely. Good, man. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> What's your name, man? Camilo. You got the mask on, you're really into it. Have you always been into wrestling? My father brought me the first one. It was like, uh, I think, like, I can't remember because I was uh, like a small little What do you infant. love about it? I love the um, stories and uh, and how each character take their, like, the love of their character. Good guys, bad guys. I'm a more of a bad guy. <laughs> Why do you like the bad guy? Because the bad guy have more to, like, do damage to everyone. Who's your favorite? The only one, Tribal Chief. What is it about him? Uh, he got that energy of like. What do you say to people say, ah, it's just fake, it's fake? Oh, I tell them, so? I'm entertained by it. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? What do you say to New York City and New Jersey, no, man? New Jersey is New Jersey. But uh, New York is the big time. <laughs> Have fun, man. All right. Okay. I saw you walking up. I'm looking for the people who are excited about this match. I am. I am truly excited. I can't wait. It's like my second time. Second time. Yeah, this is my second time at MSG. The first one was uh, SmackDown. What do, you, what do you say to people who say, ah, it's just fake? It's not really. It's a little bit of fake, but sometimes it's not because if it was fake. What? People will not be going to surgeries or, you yeah, know, you know walking arms. It's, it's scripted and the fact that sometimes things are not how they was planned. Like, if I'm planning to body slam you, Sometimes I may body slam you the wrong way and then you end up getting injured. You know, I used to do it when I was a kid. When they say now, don't do this at home. But when I was a teenager, I was doing backyard wrestling and everything. I love it. Thanks, guys. Awesome. He got it. Steiner, Austin is the champion. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Hello, glisteners. How are you? Okay. Good to not see you. It's your girl, Anna Roisman, and I am stopping by the show to give you and another thing. A little piece of my mind, a little, you know. What? A, a little lesson, a little love before you go about your Thursday. 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 Thursday morning. We love getting together. Absolutely. And today I really want to talk about something I... I... I gotta say, every time I think I'm over New York City, you know, I see a Broadway show and I remember why I love it here. It is, it is what? Magical. It's a wonderful experience, even if you hate 
theater. You say, oh, I'm not a theater person. Seeing a Broadway show is a very cool Quote. experience. And it's something that it only happens here, you know? Or I guess on tour as well. Of course. Anyway, I recently saw Into the Woods. So into the woods, the time is now. We have to live, I don't care how. Into the woods to sell the cow. You must begin the journey. I'm going to be totally honest with you because I feel like I've always been honest with you. That's, you know, we're friends now. Forever. And... I've never been a huge Sondheim fan. I appreciate it for what it is. It just wasn't something that resonated with my brain. Okay. And I love musicals, okay? I absolutely grew up loving musicals. But it wasn't at the top of my list of favorite shows. Aww. However, I saw Into the Woods, and let me say, this production, I do not work for them. This is not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. I saw the production that is currently on Broadway with Sarah Bareilles and Brian, and Brian Darcy James and Bettina, Bettina Miller. And, and, and the cast goes on and on and on. And it was so good. I was moved. It was the first time I ever was like, oh my God, I think I, I, maybe I get Sondheim now. Maybe you get it with age. Perhaps. Who knows? But it was a magical, amazing show. I highly recommend it to anyone who, who's like, what? I want to see a show. What should I see? Equus. It was really good. It was extended today too. So that was very exciting. Like I saw it and it was also like, what? Hyped up in the news. It certainly gets you right into the fairy tale mood from the start. So I felt very what? grateful for the experience. And and I, I want to share it. When I see a show and I love it, I want to share it with the world. Um. Um, I've seen some shows multiple times because I absolutely love them. And, uh, and f I, I unfortunately can't disclose those because I'm afraid I'm already going to get crap for being a theater nerd. It is my duty to give nerds a hard time. But let me just say, when I love a show, I'll go back and, uh, over and over and over again just to experience it. Maybe some of you are like me too. Me. Anyway, I'll chat with you next time. Okay. Until then, have a great day. Frog went according, he did ride. Crambo. Frog went according, he did ride. <laughs> 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 Toby's gotta turn down that music. But he enjoys it, Don. He's too young to enjoy. Toby, open the door. Toby! Tommy, turn the music down. Oh, uh, okay, Dad. Uh, there. Quieter, Tubby. There. Far too loud, Tubby. I can barely hear it now. Then you know you've got it right. But prop Out with it, Tubby. Prop Don't tell me I'm stuck with a stammerer. Kofia requires volume. Shut the door, Tubby. Are you going to lecture me? A good long one, Tubby. Tubby Prokofiev isn't boys' music. I like it, Dad. And this worries me, Tubby. Why, Dad? You're peculiar, Chubby. Tubby. Tubby. You forgot me. No, I had a boy named Chubby, previous marriage, Tubby. You were married before... Several. Before Mom. Several times, Tubby. And you had a boy named... Chubby. Chubby. Little Chubby Tubby. Where is he now, Daddy? Oh, I don't know, Tubby, but... Where is he, Daddy? I don't want to talk about him, Tubby. Don, open up. Open the door, Don. 
What is it, hon? Can't you see I'm lecturing the boy? Help me, Mama. There's someone at the door to see you, Don. We should be able to wrap up here in no more than a half an hour. You're going to lecture me for half an hour, Don. You and your half-hour lectures. I'm known for them. Who's at the door, Mom? Someone named... Chubby. Dear God. Chubby's here, Daddy. Who's Chubby? Oh, no one, hon. It's Daddy's son. His son? It's one of Tubby's fanciful tales. It's his son from a previous marriage. Uh, Chubby just making stories up. And that's about to end as well. I like stories. Quiet, It's Tubby. time for vocational training, Tubby. Vacation? Not with your bad grades, Tubby. It's tutoring with Miss Olga. Miss Olga is mean. We told her to be, Tubby. We said Miss Olga, don't go soft on the boy. Sometimes she yells at me so long. I'm not surprised. Her old mouth starts to foam. My mother's mouth used to foam. I remember Gladys foaming. Grandma Gladys foamed. Adults hide many repulsive traits, Tubby. What do I do about Chubby? Yeah, Chubby's at the door, Dad. I don't know what you're talking about. He does look like you, Don. It's Daddy's son. Well, what if he is? Should I send him away? It's my half-brother, Chubby. I don't know what to do. I'll tell him you're not here, Don. You're turning Chubby away. Chubby introduces complexity into our world. We've got enough problems with you, Tubby. I'm a problem. A constant problem, Tubby. Hello, everybody. I'm Chubby. Oh, we let him himself in. You look just like me, Chubby. He's much more handsome, Tubby. Thank you, Daddy. He really is, Don. And now, here is the man who will show you how to feel better, look better, Jack LaLanne. All right, boys and girls, please get Mother wherever she is. If she's having a cigarette or a cup of coffee, she's making the beds or doing the dishes, you say, Mother, Jack LaLanne is waiting for you. Come on, you can do those things later. All right, will you do that? Fine. Come here, I want to ask you something. Supposing I gave you a key, and this key would fit a lock that would open a door. Would open a door that meant beauty and health and vitality, a body free of aches and pains, a wonderful body that you've always dreamed of possessing. This would all be yours if you used this key to open this lock. Would you use it? Would you? Absolutely you'd use it. Well, that's what I like to consider of my coming into your home every day. Students, our little get-together, that's the key that will open the lock so you can have a beautiful, glamorous body, a body free of aches and pains, a body that has this energy and vitality and enthusiasm that you've always wanted. And how do you use this key? You don't have a really a key to use, but the key, students, is getting up out of that chair and following me in these wonderful funnastics that we're gonna do to help you to be more beautiful and to feel better. So let's take advantage of it, huh? Come on, let's use the old key. And don't forget to have a chair handy like this and for you students who have your glamour statues, you have them handy. Ah, uh, now we're gonna do a movement, students, the goose step. Remember the German army and the, some of the Italian army? I think they had this uh, a movement they did, you know, where they kept the legs straight. And uh, I never forget once, so quite a while ago, I mentioned something about the, the goose step, and I said, those handsome German soldiers, you remember them? And I got the letters they kept pouring in. Jack, how can you condone such things, those terrible murders? I didn't mean it, I wasn't talking about politics, I was just saying that the goose step helped these fellas to be better physical condition, you know, and I don't wanna make that mistake again, believe me. So let's do this wonderful one now where we lift the leg up as high as we can. We're marching and try to do a goose step. Wonderful with a midsection in the thighs. Let's go! One, grandma, grandpa, come on kids, you got some more life there. Let's use it. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Up we go, down we go, up and down, and one, two, now slow. All right, rest. 
Now I'm going to give you a move, and I like to call the youthifier, the youthifier. Because if you have a great big flabby back porch back here, you don't look very youthful, do you? Mm-mm. Think into these big hip muscles, keep them tight, keep the knee absolutely locked stiff, point your toe, and begin. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Very good. One and two and up we go, down we go, up and down and up and down and one and two and three and four. Now you got it. Keep that leg straight. That's it. Higher. Come on, lift it up. Get up and rest. One, two, inhale. Roll it out. It's time to leave you. Thank you, Jack Lane, for another inspiring half hour. Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran from WeirdNJ.com. For about a hundred years now, something strange has been going on at St. Joseph's Church in Jersey City. Two mysterious lights have been gleaming out onto the Pavonia Avenue neighborhood from the church's belfry. The lights, or cat's eyes as the locals call them, are shaped like half moons with a pale phosphorescent glimmer and at times show a bloody red streak. Also known as St. Joseph's eyes, the lights have baffled thousands of onlookers over the years, but no one seems to know where they're coming from or has a plausible explanation for them. They first appeared in July of 1921, drawing a crowd of 5,000 spectators. People tried their darndest to figure out a light source that might have been reflecting into the belfry windows, perhaps the nearby courthouse or some other building, but none could be found. Priests at the church even tried sprinkling flour around the belfry floor in hopes that the footprints of some mischievous prankster might be found, but it seemed clear that the light source was not emanating from within the church itself. The lights just faded away after a few weeks, but the eyes wouldn't stay shut forever. They reappeared again for three weeks during May of 1954, after the death of a church sexton. The priest was found in a seat of the choir loft. His last known words were, I'm going into the belfry. In an effort to dispense the throngs of viewers, officials hung a tarpaulin to cover the belfry windows. The idea worked, but when a local newspaper ran a photo of the tarp on its front page, many people noted the way it folded made it resemble the face of a devil. So when the cat's eyes reappeared again in 1991, church and city officials let the eyes take their natural course until they faded away once more. These days, people passing the church still gaze up at the steeple in hopes of catching a glimpse at the mystifying lights. And though they've only appeared sporadically over recent years, we have no doubt that St. Joseph's eyes still have it. So keep yours peeled, because you never know when the cat's eyes might shine again. For Waking Weird, I'm Mark Moran. Hey, it's Nadia now on WFMU. And today I'm talking about claw machines. Claw machines. Yes, claw machines. Those things at the arcades that you see and you want the things inside them, like the iPhones or the stuffed animals or the teddy bears. 
And they didn't work? Well, those, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, moving on. Uno. One. Are claw machines rigged? Yes. Yes, they are. So I've tried, and they never work. Uh. Out of all the people I know, which is quite a lot, I don't know anyone who's won anything. Me. I saw someone get something from the claw machine. Only one person, though. One try only, and he got it. That's got it. Yep, got that's the same, monkey. That's okay, same. I knew I just had to get it by the head. Ah, yes! And I was jealous. I tried right after him and no, got nothing. Because my skills were bad. Or maybe it's just rigged. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Dos. Two. 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 Why are claw machines rigged? I don't know. Obviously want your money. They want to take all your money, give you nothing in return. They want your dreams. They put your dreams in a little box with a claw. And they put it in our arcade and you play it for money and you get nothing. 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 You're trying to grab your dreams with that claw. You get nothing. Nothing. You get nothing. Nothing. Nothing from the claw machine. Mm -mm, Nothing. Nope. You might get it. Ah. What do they do with that? What do they do with that? They just build more machines. Can you believe another claw machine? Take more money and more, more dreams, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, now that I know it's rigged and why it's rigged, I'm still going to do it. Yeah, I can and I will try again. That's the spirit. When should I stop swiping and trying? Never. Never. I think I have a claw machine addiction. This is crazy. Now, I read that the odds of getting something from a claw machine are 1 in 18 or 1 in 15, 1 in 12. So next time I go to a claw machine, I'm just gonna wait for like 18 people or someone to go 18, 12, 15 times, and then I'm just gonna do it. Just do it! Woohoo! Yeah! And I'll get my dream! Bye, kids! I wish my brother George was here. Last week, the International Union for Conservation of Nature placed the monarch butterfly on the endangered species list, putting it only two steps away from extinction just in time for their expected annual return to our region. The decision was based on a decades-long decline in the population of the familiar orange and black pollinator that's presumed to be a result of the destruction of much of their overwintering habitat in Central and South America. That's sad. Yeah. The announcement warns of the number continuing to drop globally, particularly within the regions here in North America, west of the Rocky Mountains, where sightings of the butterflies have been plummeting. But according to researchers from the National Wildlife Federation, there are steps we can all take to help save the monarchs and to make sure they have a place to stop along their migratory route so they can rest their wings, drink flower nectar, and lay eggs on milkweed for their baby caterpillars to munch on as they grow. These efforts include dedicating a percentage of North American grasslands to create monarch habitats. Excellent. Absolutely. Establishing what's being called the Highway Habitat Corridor, 
an initiative to plant milkweed and nectar plants along interstate roadways on the monarch's migratory path. On the monarch's migratory path. And most importantly, on the monarch's migratory path. And most importantly, reducing the use of pesticides in our yards and gardens so monarch butterflies can continue to fill us with wonder as they flutter around carrying out their vital role in the natural ecosystem as what prolific pollinators of fruit trees and wildflowers. This is George for Wake Science. Good morning, Clay Pigeon and Glisteners. Scott Williams here with you for another episode of WFMU's Hit List. Today's hit comes to you courtesy of the same people who brought you what? The EMS VCS3 synthesizer, the Kaleidophone, and the Doctor Who theme. Of course, I'm talking about the White Noise. Of course. And their groundbreaking 1969 LP, An Electric Storm. In 1968, Delia Derbyshire and Brian Hodgson were working as part of the BBC's Radiophonic Workshop, exploring the limits of magnetic tape and electronically produced sound for creative use in radio and television. Okay. They were also involved in a project called Unit Delta Plus, doing similar work for film, TV, and advertising, along with their third collaborator, Peter Zinoviev, whose company EMS produced the first major British synthesizer, the VCS-3. More on which later. More on which. Along came classically trained American musician David Vorhaus. Charmed. He attended a lecture by Delia Derbyshire and was duly inspired to collaborate with the radiophonic experimentalists. Cool. This led to the recording of two space-age sexy pop tunes that they hoped to release as a single. But Island Records' Chris Blackwell was so impressed, he asked for a full album. (laughs) Thus was born an electric storm. One of the very first pop records to heavily feature tape effects from the legendary aforementioned EMS VCS3 synth. Most famously associated with Brian Eno. Absolutely. Add N to X and the dark side of the moon. Not since Adam has any human known such solitude as Mike Collins is experiencing during the 47 minutes of each lunar revolution when he's behind the moon. Firebird is a cute little piece of doo-wop and Beach Boys-inspired whimsy with a great melody and heavy intimations of the music of the future. Fans of the band broadcast, for instance, you ought to check out the, the entire album for musical archaeological purposes. For further diving in, check out the great Delia Derbyshire mini-doc on YouTube, The Delian Mode. Okay. You can also find there several short features on Peter Zinoviev and... What? There's also David Vorhaus demonstrating the kaleidophone in 1976. From 1969's An Electric Storm, here is the white noise doing Firebird on WFMU's Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you this afternoon on the radio at 3 p.m. Bye. By the storm blown down, broken wing when I took her in hoping she'd stay milk and honey fed in a feathered bed she got well and my love
Elvis of the Chopper for Wake Traffic. And I'm Rick Shredemaker, the man with a nose for traffic. That's a terrible tagline, Rademaker. Yeah, Rex, that's not very good. Well, I thought it was clever. Cleverness is... That's not it. Not your strength, Rademaker. You're not clever, Rex. Well, I'm tired of the cold, hard ground. You need to stand your ground. Yes. With your tagline, Rademaker. You can't just throw it out with the bathwater. The baby. Rex. You're throwing out the baby. I shower. I, I like a nice hot bath. Well, I'm with Rademaker on the shower. I open up a nice fresh bar of, of tone. Life boy. With cocoa butter. I like the lava. That's got the... With the volcanic pumice. The pumice. It's got pumice. Well, the tone has cocoa butter. It does give you the oh, soft skin kind. Do you like my soft skin, Dicky? I've got very soft skin. Men ain't Men supposed to... shouldn't have soft skin, Rex. Now I feel ashamed. Soft skin, man, to feel safe, Rademaker. You should go out and get a sunburn. What are you? Rub some dirt on your arm. That's crazy, Connie. She's telling you how to be a man, Rademaker. My daddy always had a good bird. It's not healthy to... What do you know about health, Rademaker? Then he just rubbed the field dirt on his arm. Sunburned and dirty. The gals like that, Rademaker. Do we ever... Do we ever stop to consider just how short life really is? From the cradle to the kiss to marital bliss, then hard work must be done. There is no time for fun, only toil, sweat and pain as you're racking your brain, trying to obtain knowledge and be smart. But the aching in your heart just won't stop until you act on love and profess your feelings slip and fall on banana peeling. Fisherman is wrong and reeling. God is kneeling, praying to something bigger and greater than even he. He's praying to you, and he's praying to me, and he's saying to reach ever deeper within. For it's time we began, it is time we begin. Finity, Randall, Davis, and Wynn. You're all dirty. I rubbed dirt in my arms for Connie. You've got a sunburn. She likes them burned. I'm sorry if I was speeding. Let's up. just cut to the chase. <laughs> Taking Connie to Smitty's. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They called me the P.
bitch. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.